Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Hey, yo. Yes, sir. And, of course, like I said, GTS, his rendition of the infant, those two infamous words gets our blood flowing each and every night here, of course, during our shows here at the radio network. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the WWS Radio Network Group Tour continues on as we roll by LWOUS Latino Dynasty. Of course, the theme you heard at the beginning here was, of course, uh, <clears throat> used for the infamous Latino World Order, of course, back in the WCW, of course, headed by the late Hall of Famer, Eddie Guerrero, which, of course, he actually used that theme by himself uh, in WCW later on. But... Uh, of course, that was a great. Uh, that was another, another interesting uh, stable. Of course, uh, of course, in, of course, tried to. Uh, you had so many that tried to um, be like the NWO, but I don't think anyone could ever really match that around that time. But the LWO did give it a pretty decent try, and of course, uh, even had of course the likes of guys like uh, I think what was it, Juventud, um, Guerrera, and uh, Psychosis. LDND. El Dandy, I think Silver King was a part of it. Hey, they even got Rey Mysterio briefly, I think, in that too. So. But, I'll find uh, that out for you and let you know. Okay. All right. Thank you. You can let us know later on there, J.D. Thank you. Uh, but, uh, of course, uh, anyway, LWUS, uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, uh, Latino Dynasty is where we're at here tonight. And, of course, if you want to look, check out our live video feed, it is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash LWS. Dynasty. Uh, <clears throat> so check us out there. And uh, of course, in addition to the news and views and the history and birthdays here tonight, uh, we are also, of course, uh, going back to review another uh, 10 matches from a list that I found of the 100 best matches to watch before you die list that uh, I happened to find here just the other day that we actually kind of started on uh, Revolution last night. Uh, there are ten more interesting matchups here that we'll just say review to say you know which one will be like in our own personal opinions would we like to look at more than the other I guess basically. Uh, other than that, of course, more uh, wrestling uh, trivia uh, matchups. You never you you never know what we'll be doing here on our shows here in the radio network, ladies and gentlemen. We do we'll do we'll be doing something fun here here of course later on here in the show. But, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to joining us on the <clears throat> joining us here, like I said, uh, <clears throat> here on the uh, live chat, uh, live video feed, of course, the old-fashioned way is still going on right here at TalkShoe. And there's one man that can tell you how to get to get there if you want to chime in on anything we have to talk about, uh, talk about uh, through there. Uh, GTS, how can they come on and uh, join the party? One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight five two one. Press pound, press one. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. GTS. And we will go ahead and dive our right on into the rest of the news and music segment here tonight for episode eighty eight of Wolfpack. And of course, to get to go ahead and spearhead that, get it going, is our main man himself, GTS himself. Gerard T. Smith. GTS, what we have going on in the wrestling field today. All right. Well, one of the big news is uh, former WWE champion Alberto Rio now in TNA using Alberto L. Patron name. He made his TNA debut tonight at the tapings 
Oh, and Paige was backstage at TNA, so that should make WWE happy. That's all I got. We'll tag JD in. As you did say, however, Alberto El Patron, however, did debut tonight, however, and the site reported that he came to terms within the last few days and that he would begin a massive push within the company. Talks with him stalled when Jeff Jarrett and Anthem took over the company, but the company reached back out and came to terms on a deal. The site also reports that Josh Matthews and the Pope will be the announced team. Also tonight, however, details were announced for Slammiversary, and it will be held July 2nd, I believe. Let me just double-check this to confirm, however, mind you, however, as uh, we're waiting to hear this story, however. But uh, we do know, however, excuse me, yes, July 2nd at Universal Studios, however, mind you. In addition to that, however, Patron took on Bobby Lashley his first night in the company tonight and did defeat him, believe it or not, earlier tonight, however. A lot of people are now wondering, how, as you mentioned with the whole Paige thing, however, mind you, if in fact how she has decided to tell WWE to you-know-what themselves. Also, if that's not all, however, the man known as Zeb Coulter in an alternate universe came out and said that this is the first time... He appeared on Impact. He also talked about how much he loved wrestling and mentioned being in Impact and then ran through the roster the last time he was there and mentioned AJ, Joe, Sting, Bobby Roode, Nash, and more. They also left because of a lack of leadership and vision. If that's not all, however, mind you, Cody came out and demanded Moose came out, but Jeremy Borash reminded him that Moose is in Japan. As a result, however, mind you, however, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, he staged the sit-in and threw the GFW Next Generation belt into the ring. Also, if that's not all, however, mind you, however, as a result, however, uh, mind you, Rachel Ellering, believe it or not, the daughter of Paul Ellering, who has been seen quite a bit in TNA, however, or excuse me, NXT, made her TNA debut tonight as well in a matchup against Sienna. And to let you guys know about the LWO thing, I just saw it. It was Eddie Guerrero, Ray Jr., Juventud Guerrero, Psychosis LaParca, El Dandy, Silver King, Viano 5, Hector Garza, Sequel Pay, Damien, and the bodyguard was known as Arturo Art Flores. So there you go. Those are your uh, members. I guess Chad left us for a few minutes. You still here? I'm still here. Okay. What do you think about Del Rio showing up in TNA? I think it'll be good. I think they're dumb. I really do. I th- I think they're finished. 
I think they play their last card out. I mean, if he tries to save that company, good luck. Good luck, because I don't think he will. But you never know. You never know. But let's wait and see. Yeah, when I talked to MLD a little bit ago, she said she is going to be absolutely going nuts tonight. When she hears, when she heard about Delvio, she was like shocked. She's like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, no. Penny. Yeah, must be having a difficulty eating there. <clears throat> Gentlemen, sorry for that. I had to leave abruptly, but I had, but uh, I didn't want to interrupt interrupt y'all while y'all were doing the news. My uh, apologies. Well, I already listened to the members, so you can go back and listen to what I said to the members of the LWO. I already listened to the other members. Okay. Well, that's okay. That, that's all right. But uh, I'll. Uh, but that's okay. I'll. Uh, I'll go back and read a little. Uh, listen to it a little bit later. Thanks a lot, there, JD, for for covering there. I appreciate that. And GTS, of course, <coughs> or, uh, excuse me, Woo, when you walk for a little while, you get a little bit winded there. My apologies. Of course, our king, of course, GTS and JD are King Ice here 2017. All of Fame News Tag Team to bring you all the news as fit to print. And, of course, it doesn't fit. always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, good old GTS right here, he always has the best way possible. Super glue and duct tape. 
Can't beat that combination. Never can beat it. Let's see what John has here in the history of birthdays here for today, March the 2nd. Already at the beginning of March. My goodness. Man, time flies when you're having fun. Let's see what we have on tap here. Uh, 24 years ago today, which would put it at, uh, let's see, at a WCW Worldwide taping in 1992. See, I think, uh, John, that might be, if it's 92, it might be uh, 25 years ago. But anyway, at a WCW Worldwide taping on this date in 1992, Brian Pillman and Steve Austin defeated Ricky Steamboat and Shane Douglas to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. The title change aired 25 days later. Also on the taping in Macon, Georgia, Paul Horndorf defeated Eric Watts in a tournament final to win the WCW World TV Championship. The match was also aired on tape delay on WCW Power Hour. Of course, as John said, no, not our Power Hour. <laughs> that would be funny, is not it? Uh, 25 days later, it was vacated back in November of 1990, of 1992. Hmm. Okay, we'll have to double-check all that. When Scott Steiner headed for the WWF, of course, uh, uh, future world champions, of course, Cactus Jack, Kevin Nash, Chris Benoit, and Robbie V were a part of the 16-man tournament. And even crazier coincidence, the Hollywood Blondes and Paul Orndorff would lose their championships on the same day. Clash of the Champions uh, 24 on August the 18th. The Hollywood Blondes would lose the tag belts to Arn Anderson and Paul Roma, while Paul Orndorff would lose his belt to Ricky Steamboat. Huh. 19 years, or 19 years ago, which would put it at about, uh, let me see, 1998, WWF presented Raw from the Gun Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Mike Tyson made his return to Raw after being confronted by Steve Austin the night after the Royal Rumble, where Austin and Tyson had a confrontation. But this time, Tyson would be confronted by another superstar, and that was Shawn Michaels. And of course, along with Triple H in China, most people thought there was going to be a fight between Michaels and Tyson. Instead, Michaels ripped Tyson's WWF Attitude T-shirt off to reveal a D-Generation X shirt proven that Tyson had joined D-Generation X. Tyson would stay with the X till he double-crossed Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14 and joined the side of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Later on that night, Stone Cold was set to face off against Kane, but as Stone Cold made his way to the ring, Austin was distracted by Helmsley, allowing Shawn to deliver sweet chin music to Austin. As Austin went to search for DX, Kane and Paul Bearer wanted to do a tribute to The Undertaker, just before the tribute could begin, though, Kane laid his hands on a fan and forced the timekeeper to ring the bell ten times. The timekeeper reluctantly did so, but Kane destroyed the timekeeper and tombstoned him to the mat. Paul Bearer continued to run his mouth and tell somebody to come out and face Kane when all of a sudden the bell of the undertaker toiled and a casket was set in the entryway. The lightning bolt struck the coffin, and in the casket was the body of the Undertaker, only to rise up from the coffin and stand up staring at his brother. This was Undertaker's first appearance since the 98 Royal Rumble when his casket was burned alive by Kane and Paul Bearer. After Kane had cost him the WWF Championship against Shawn Michaels at the Royal Rumble in the casket match. 
Undertaker vowed that he would never fight his own flesh and blood, but that night the Undertaker broke that vow and said he would fight Kane at WrestleMania 14. Eight years ago, which would put it at, uh, let's see, uh, 2009, on Raw in Boston, Massachusetts at the TD Garden, Randy Orton announced that he would go after Triple H's WWE Championship at WrestleMania 25. Orton had won the right to face the champion by, of his choosing by winning the 2009 Royal Rumble. Orton originally planned to fight the world champion, but Triple H spoiled his plans and demanded that Orton face him at WrestleMania 25 for the WWE Championship. Also on that same night, Shawn Michaels defeated Vladimir Kozlov for a chance to face The Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. John says, today we have three birthdays. One is very somber. Uh, one is, first off, here we have a happy 46th birthday to Joshi legend Manyani Toyota. A happy 57th birthday to the woman who used to be married to Stone Cold Steve, uh, Steve McMichael and Stone Cold Steve Austin, Deborah. <clears throat> and also, here's the, here's the very somber birthday. Today would have been the 37th birthday of Lance Curtis McKnight, of course, better known as Lance Cade. I think he was also known as Garrison Cade for a while, too. Uh, and John said that's all he's got for the rest of history and birthdays. Uh, John, thank you very much for the history and the birthdays. And uh, GTS and JD, thank you very much for providing us with the news and news and views. And I think we lost Gerard. Um I don't know. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, hopefully we can. I, don't, I hope if we can. Uh, we can get him. We can get him back. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's, I hope he hasn't. Uh, but, uh, but hopefully we can have him get him back on here. Hopefully here soon. Uh, in the meantime, uh, as much as I hate to, to do that, I hope he'll pop back on here soon enough. And I'm sure as soon as I do this, he probably will. But I'll go ahead and I'll do this. I'll do this here. Hopefully he'll pop back on here soon. But one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode eighty eight. Uh, the second installment of the radio network, NWO Wolfpack. I am, of course, Mr. WWS Champion. Shaw back on the line here with you. Uh, of course, um, we're not sure what happened to King NWO Gerard T. Smith. Uh, hopefully, we'll have him get him back on. We'll, get, we'll have him back on here soon. But I do have right now the Iceman JD Jeremy Girolamo here with me. Uh, of course, part of the Raw Radio broadcast team. Also, a 2015 and 2017 Hall of Famer. Also, of course, I have the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with me. Uh, of course, he's on the chat box tonight, but of course, uh, he's a the first 2016 Hall of Famer and also a part of the Raw Radio team here as well. Uh, JD, while we continue to uh, locate King and WO, I have to step for just a second. If you'd like to mention a couple of things there, please feel free to do that. I will be right back. Okay. This Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, however, will be a very historical day here on the Talk Sue Radio Network. However, beginning at 5 p.m., joining, of course, Chad, myself, Gerard, 
the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lindards, the Human Suplex Machine, the Last Kicker, and the rest of the gang, as we will be celebrating Fastlane, however, coming up, however, this Sunday night, however, on the WWE Network, and the fun begins at 5 p.m., and who knows, a few bets might be made along the way, too. The caller ID is 138055-POUND. But also, ladies and gentlemen, it will be a special day in a lot of ways because we will be celebrating a milestone. Yes, folks, episode number 300, if you will, on the Talk Shoe Radio Network as far as revolution goes. And we will definitely be taking you on our journey with us of the good, the bad, and the crazy, if you will, of the first 300 shows, however, as we will have a lot of stories to tell this coming week. Also, of course, we will be back tomorrow night in our normal revolution spot with 9 p.m., 13852. Uh, I said the wrong ID. Sorry, I gave the wrong ID number, folks. 138055-POUND will be episode number 299 tomorrow night. And then this Monday, the aftermath following Fastlane, ladies and gentlemen, beginning at 4 p.m. this Monday with John, myself, Chad, and the gang, we will be back on with another edition of Raw Radio, 138744-POUND. And, of course, this Monday, beginning at 4 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, be sure to join us however, for the last hour of the show as we will be talking with legendary former WCW manager, Sonny Ono, the man who used to manage guys like the Ultimo Dragon, among other superstars, including Shinjiro Otani from Japan, of course, recently returning from the land of the rising sun, if you will, referring to Mr. Ono, and who is one of the most unique characters both on and off television, however, will be joining us as our very special call-in guest this coming Monday, however, and we'll also be talking more about uh, Fastlane, the aftermath, of course, and also give you our early thoughts about Monday Night Raw. It should be a very exciting night live from Chicago this coming Monday. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Uh, J.D., indeed. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this as well, as J.D. did mention. Uh, of course, another another uh, wrestling, another, and we should call him infamous wrestling personality, joins, uh, joins with our list of those uh, those those involved in the game for so many years. Uh, I'm on our show. Uh, this uh, this I think JD did mention. Uh, of course, managed. Of course, as we mentioned before, guys like the Ultimate Dragon and even uh, on a couple of occasions he's managed the Cat Ernest Miller. Uh, but uh, very very unique personality, of course. Uh, seeing what he's been up to since, of course, WCW. Uh, pretty much. Uh, it was bought by WWE, of course, and see where see where he what he's been doing, you know, these last. So, can't wait to see. Can't wait to for, wait for that uh, in the second hour of Raw Radio, like JD said, this coming uh, Monday afternoon. Well, in addition to that, not only that, of course, as I mentioned earlier too, we will have a very historic episode this Sunday. Yes, uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, will be our prediction show for WWE Fast Monday. Which is Rawls' contribution to the paper. But uh, of course, we'll, as always, give our thoughts and predictions on all the matches taking place last night. But of course, uh, as JD said, a very historical uh, day um, because this would be episode number 300 of the Mothership Broadcast itself, WWUS Revolution. We will talk about, of course, all our favorite moments from the past 300 episodes, from the very first one that uh, we did. Uh, that back in uh, May of 2015, of course, when I when I officially started, to uh, to of course, like I said, up until more recently here. So, 
any moments you have to share. Like I said, if you listen back and listen to any older episodes of Revolution, definitely go ahead and go back. A lot of them posted on WWS Radio Archives, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Radio. You can go back and listen to some older episodes and all that. If there's something that you wanted to mention, uh, you, know, you wanted to talk about it, uh, some favorite moments indeed, uh, definitely throw them out here to us, and, and we'll definitely talk about it. Uh, and that's this Sunday, of course, Revolution. All ID is 138055. Uh, we still have not yet heard, once again, from uh, Smith. Something may have happened. Uh, we probably lost the connection, and we're hoping he's okay. Uh, um, uh, but we hope that, uh, like I said, he'll be able to make it back in just a few moments. Also, joining us right now on the uh, live video feed here. Uh, <clears throat> right now um, is a, in the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach is, has joined us here. Uh, you know, wanted to talk to uh on here to join us here. As they say, chew the fat here. About everything. And we do welcome you to uh, episode 88 of World Cup of Year, of course, coming from LWOUS Latino Dynasty. Of course, I have JD and John on me right now. Um, welcome there, indeed. And let's see. Yes. And so, <clears throat> in the meantime, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead while we wait. Hopefully, we hear something from Gerard, and we may have a couple more folks pop on here just in just a few minutes. In the meantime, let's go ahead and run once again. Go back to the second list of the hundred best matches to see before you die. To CageMatch.net, of course, the list it was compiled. By WWE.com in 2014. What was the website again? It was the, the, the website where I found it was cagematch.net. Cagematch.com. Cagematch. Oh, hold on. I'll try to find that. Cagematch.net. Cagematch.net. Okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but like I said, I would just say, put, I would just, uh, you know, I, I mean, I would type in something like 100 best matches to see before you die. Yeah. See that website. But anyway, like I've got the site up right here. So, like I said, we'll go through 11 through 20 tonight, right. and uh, so everyone can, like I say, get weighed in their thoughts and opinions on uh, on the on which which of the following matches would you prefer to uh, prefer to, uh, as they say, to see before you pass away. And these are matches here, a lot of them older, a lot of them more recent as well. Uh, so we love to hear your take. So, so. JD, John, and Ann, like I said, uh, since, since we have you here, we'll, uh, like I said, can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, and I'll get everybody's take on that. JD, I'll start with you. Okay, which of the following two matches um, did did you, do you, do you, would you prefer to look, to watch again? If you were okay. given, let's say if you were given a choice. Okay. Which of the following two would you prefer to see? Uh, and I know all these are going to be tough ones because all of them, I read through the list before we get started. Let me go ahead and say this. I read through this list, and don't get me wrong, all of them are some of the best matches that 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 that, that has come to pass here yeah. in, in the last 30, 40 years, what have you. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, you know, some people have favorites. Mm. Some people will have Some people will like one. Other people will like the other. So there you go. So, But, but that's okay. We're, we're all not picking and choosing. Mm-hmm. We, like, we like, so there you go. 
All right, let's want to give that heads up right there. First off, of the following two matches, and JD, I'll start with you here. Which which one of the two would you would do you prefer? Would you prefer once more to see Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat from the Chi Town Rumble in 1989, or would you prefer to see Steve Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17 in 2001? Hmm. Two good ones, two really good ones. But you know what? I like the Chi Town Rumble. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> John, any, any which one of the following two would you like to? Uh, if you were given a choice to uh, look at a match, or did you enjoy the most? We'll also say that too. John said he definitely enjoyed the one at WrestleMania 17 between Stone Cold and The Rock, and that was good as well. Yes, uh, and. Did you have a thought about that? Uh... And of course, while we wait, while I wait to hear her her uh, her her call, I'll uh, I can mention uh, again. As JD, you mentioned two great ones there. It is a tough call, though. It's a tough call. You have some tremendous performers here. To, uh, but you know what? I've got to say, I've got to say the Shy Town Rumble myself. I mean, I saw part of this. I don't know if they showed that on that Greatest Wrestling Stars of the 80s DVD or not. Yeah, I'm not they sure. did. Yeah, they did. It was it was on that DVD. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought I remember seeing a Flair and Steamboat. It's on also that in the Ric Flair Definitive Collection too. Those are the only two. Okay, and. Uh, I think Ann may have probably popped off for a minute. So we, right now we'll just stick with uh, three right now. If Ann does respond to it, I'll get her answer here just momentarily. Okay. But we'll just we'll just be JD, you, John, and myself for the time being. So until I said uh, we have other folks pop on the line. Hopefully we'll have some more pop on here soon. Okay, next up, which of the following two? Both of them are both of them are WrestleMania matches. Which one do you prefer? Would you would you like to see? Did you prefer, or did you like the most? We'll say. <coughs> was it Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, No from WrestleMania 26, or Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 21 in 2005? Oof. Both are great matches, but you got to go with Mania 21 in LA. Okay. All right, John. You have did you have an opinion on this match? <laughs> On both these two matches, John says he actually liked the one at WrestleMania. Uh, John, it was at 26, but it's not 25. It was the second time Sean and Taker faced off. It was WrestleMania 26. Yeah. Okay. All right. And me, again, a tough call to make. I remember the I remember the lead up to the uh, WrestleMania 21 match, of course. I think Marty Jannetty was in a, a lot of those lead-ups to that match uh, involving Kurt and Sean. Uh, even the late sensational Sherry was a part of that, I think, a couple of times. Uh, because I think Sherry, what everyone knows, is kind of knowledge. She sang Shawn Michaels' theme song that he is well-known for, so well-known for today, as a matter of fact. 
That that is correct, right? JD. Which one's this one again? No, 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 no. What I was mentioning is that Sensational Sherry has been credited with kind yeah, of yeah. in the beginning doing the vocals for Shawn Michaels' theme song. Is that right? Did you, did you, did you say correct? JD? Yeah. So I will. So okay. I want to make sure you got. I want to make sure you heard what I said there, but what was it again? But what I was saying was was that was sensational, Sherry. Yeah, uh, she's the one credit for giving Sean the nickname. Yeah. And also the theme song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but did she do the vocals in the beginning though? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I want to make sure that was right. Uh, I got to go with WrestleMania 21 as well. I thought that was a great match. That was a great match. <coughs> Okay, let's see what else we have. Let's see what the, the next two are. Uh, we got, ooh, okay. This is going to be, this, these two are going to be tough to decide. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus John Cena, an Extreme Rules match from Extreme Rules 2012, or Brett versus Owen from WrestleMania 10 in 1994. JD. Brett versus Owen, WrestleMania 10. What was the first one again? Brock versus Cena, Extreme Rules, 2012. I'm going to say Brett and Owen at Mania 10. That was, because I think Brett actually, well, this, was, this was in the, in, in Brett's career, this was probably the, the second time he had to wrestle twice in the same Yeah, event. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, so, because the second time I think he wrestled for the belt, I think it was. He had actually won it later on, I think. John, your thoughts? <laughs> John says Brett versus Owen at WrestleMania 10. And you know what? I got to say the same. You know, I'm going to say the same thing, too. I'm going to say the same because there were some great matches. There yes. some great matches. Yeah. Okay, next up. Uh, ooh, okay. Okay, this is good. Which one of these you would you like to see again? Uh, Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat from Wrestle War 1989. Or Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect from SummerSlam 1991, J.D.? Okay, what was it again? Rick Flair versus Ricky Steamboat from Wrestle War 1989. The Music City Miracle. Or Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect, SummerSlam 1991. Wow. Again, two great matches, four great competitors. Uh... I'm going to go with Brett and Mr. Perfect from SummerSlam at the Garden. I mean, that was really good. Not to say WrestleWar in 89 wasn't bad. The Music City Miracle when Flair got the title back, though. But like I said, I would have to say Brett and uh, Mr. Perfect from 91. Okay. All right. Yeah. Same boat WrestleWar 89. Brett and Mr. Perfect at the 91. I thought that's when he won the IC belt, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the night... Savage married Liz, though, too, in the main event. <laughs> yeah, I think Real Monsoon, Bobby Heenan, and Roddy Wright Piper did commentary. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah, that was the one where, yeah, that's right, when Macho Man got married, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And John says the same thing. He agrees. And I have to say the same as well. I thought Brent and Perfect were a great match indeed. All right, uh, let's see here. Two more to go here, guys, as we complete the list. Which of the following two would you would you like to see? Would you prefer to see again or? Okay, which, 
But okay. which one do you like the most? Let's say it that way. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll this right. Which one of these two do you like the most? There you go. That you remember that you like the most. Okay. Was it Ray, this, the final two are Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels in a ladder match at WrestleMania 10 in 94, mm-hmm. or Ric Flair versus Terry Funk in I Quit match, Clash of the Champions 9 in 1989? I am going to say the ladder match. Was this the first ladder match? Yes, it was. That's it. Okay, so this was the very first ladder match. Okay, all right. Uh, John? Mm-hmm. John's also going with the ladder match, and you know what? I gotta say the same thing too. So, guys, thank you very much for that, and we'll come back, like I said, tomorrow night on Revolution from when we're on ROHUS Honor of the Ring. We'll do ten more, ten more matches, and uh, of course I may repeat these to uh, repeat these same ones to GTS in case you know he because he didn't get a chance to, because he weighed in on the ones last night. And that was great, but uh, uh, but uh, okay, no. Now thank you very much, there, guys, for doing that, and said so we'll uh, we'll. Move on in here and try uh, our hand at something else here tonight. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Hmm. 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 Well, we can always go back and, uh, of course, go back to our to the one site here to have some great questions here. Uh, let me see what we have. Okay. Uh, okay. Hmm. Families and, in quotation marks, families in wrestling. Let's a little look at the clans pressing real and promoted. Hmm. Sounds good. Let's give this one a try. These are ten questions right here about the uh, wrestling clan, real or promoted. Okay. All right. All right, JD and John, are you ready to go? Ready. And oh, wait a minute! Before we get started, before we get started, uh, uh, yes, indeed, we do have. A, I did not notice this until just a minute ago. Uh, the, the Is spider, it an angry spider? Spider actually was doing some wandering around looking for somebody in particular, but I, it's an angry, pissed-off spider. I can tell. I'm sure. Uh, well, the spider, uh, the spider apologized to me. It did kind of pinch my leg a bit. <laughs> but otherwise, it's okay and all that. And uh, but uh, it, it did seem kind of upset, and I did I did say it's okay. I understand you're upset. <laughs> but of course, we all know who this is. This is, of course, of course, the, of course, the one we know as the Black Widow. Of course, she is <clears throat> run down here. Uh, 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. Of course, one half of the Attitude Duo from Attitude Radio. Of course, also the host of WWS Women's Revolution and TNA Main Event, which we hope to get back on the air here really, really soon. Of course, she's also the first person here 
And of course, she is the one. She is the only. She is as we as we call her the Black Widow, MLD herself, the lovely, lovely Mister Sheldon Dodds. The show number eighty-eight of Wolfpack from LWS. Yeah, she's a massive bitch, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. She likes to apologize to me, so it's okay. But uh, because she knows I will not hurt her, I am very gentle. Uh, before we get going here, guess I know. Uh, I know that, of course, Michelle had you have been probably been apprised of the one story you kind of kind of did here, George. He did earlier here in the news. Uh, and I did hear your reaction. So if you'd like to do a quick rant-off, we're actually going to do some trivia questions. But if you want to buy your first, uh, please go ahead and uh, do so. Jed, before she gets into it, I have uh, the news on the uh, ma- uh, match I was talking about earlier. It is now official. Alberto El Patron is your new TNA World's Champion. Holy freaking cow. Yeah, a couple of ref bumps and a belt shot happened. However, in the main event of the tapings, first episode tonight says, As noted in the Impact tapings tonight, Alberto El Patron just defeated Bobby Lashley to win the TNA World Championship in the main event of the tapings, first episode. El Patron beat Lashley after a couple of ref bumps and a belt shot. The spoiler taping have noted that Earl Hebner comes out to tell Bruce Pritchard, Pat Kenny, and someone else what happened. El Patron ultimately left with the championship. Uh, he is officially so he's officially being on being recognized now as the champion. Correct. Okay. Well, I know Michelle's gonna have ten times more things to say now. So uh, let's go ahead and get, let MLD get this off her chest because I know she's. She's ready, as they say, ready, willing, and not Gable, just able. Uh, so, uh, MLD, please go ahead and... Well, first <laughs> of all, uh, Alberto Del Rio is a joke to me. Sorry, I've never been a fan of this. I know Gerard is. I'm sorry, but... I mean, really? Like, you've been gone from WWE. You've been doing your own thing, and all of a sudden you want to sign with freaking TNA, and you want to go after Lashley's title. First and foremost, Lashley's stupid for even accepting the challenge. Because, number one, just like they say always, you earn the title shot. You don't just freaking get it handed to you. But, Lashley being the hard, bullheaded fucker that he is, excuse my language, but damn it, it makes me so mad, he accepted his challenge and took it, and of course now Paige involved in this shit too, which I have no respect for her after all the shit that I've been reading that she's been saying and doing. Um, TNA has been a great show. <clears throat> it really has. And like, tonight, what little bit of it I got to watch because I still have a very sick kid. Um, uh, the feud between Cody Rhodes and Moose has been great. It's it's getting great, getting better. But Alberto Del Rio and Paige do not belong in TNA. Period. 
in the sentence, in the story. They just don't belong there. They, you know, Del Rio stay across the border, take his little, you know, bitch with him. I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, after everything, like I said, after everything she said about the WWE and some of her former, you know, opponents and this, that, and the other and all that stuff, I have no respect for her. She dropped everything for him. Everything. She ruined everything. Her career, i.e., number one, because of him. That that is bullshit. I mean, that's like Dean Ambrose dropping his career for Renee Young. That would be total bullshit. Like Braxton Sutter dropping his career for Al Cherry Bomb. However you know her, that would be total bullshit. Like Mike Bennett dropping Maria. I mean, you you know where I'm going with this. Pure, utter bullshit. Bobby Lashley is more freaking championship material than Alberto Del Rio ever was. I, you know, day one of his, his reign in WWE. He's never been impressive to me. He, he's never been a favorite of mine. None of that shit. Sorry, none of it. And Paige, Paige was good up until the point she started letting... I'm sorry, don't take the suspense to this gentleman, but until she started, you know, let men affect her decisions, her career, everything. I mean, ever since she's been with Del Rio, they record, I think she's lost almost 40 pounds. She's skinny as hell. And it's like, you know, I I don't understand why you want to give up your whole total career for someone who's not really worth a shit. He's still married, number one. That's that's another thing. You know, really, it should be, but it's not. Um, I, I mean, you're playing with fire, basically, and she's gonna get her ass burned. And I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna laugh at her when she does, because you know, memory serves me correct. Karma's a bitch, and it's gonna come back and bite her in the ass. And I hope after what she did to Lashley tonight, it bites him in the ass even more. This is ridiculous. For me <clears throat> to understand, as long as I watch the and I understand that you're struggling for superstars and all that stuff, but Alberto Del Rio and Paige are not the freaking answer to make the show no better. It's not. Really, it's not. And if Jeff Jarrett and them are smart, they'll rethink this, but they're not going to because money walks and bullshit talks. That's basically it. Great call, Melody. Great, great analysis right there. They caught, yes. I definitely do agree. Because this took me by surprise, too, when I first heard it. But who would who, who have I mean, that's like James Ellsworth beating fucking Brock Lesnar for a title. That's what it reminds me of. No, Del Rio versus Lashley. That's exactly what the hell it reminds me of. It's like James Ellsworth, Ellsworth taking the title from Brock. Or Goldberg, another, that fact. Another unbelievable situation, in other words. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's it's oh my god. Uh, well, I, I, I understand. I think we all understand that, but but uh, but thank you very much, MLD, for that. I know you will one, and Con does agree with you as well, MLD. So we, oh, we and all, one more thing. You, you yes, bring James 
reform back to TNA, you reform him in this one hell of a faction of DCC, and you put his ass against Jesse Goddard tonight? Really? Really? That's because they got really they really don't have anybody else for him to go against. Right. It don't make any sense. I know. But, but like I said, they're just uh they're just throwing just throwing bits and pieces of things together to try to make something work. So well so like I said, we'll we'll continue to follow this definitely big time here. But uh, thank you for that. Uh, You're welcome. Always yes. glad to talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, indeed. And so, but Michelle, if you want to join us here, we're getting ready to do like a thing of uh, a thing of, um, of wrestling trivia. We're, the category here this time is actual and unreal, we'll say, families in wrestling. Uh, oh. uh, wrestling clans, basically. So, like I said, I mean, this is all, like I said, um, I won't. I won't be able to tell what the answer is until after we get done with the questions. And like I said, uh, it's a little bit. It's, it's a difficult level, uh, but the average score for this quiz, guys, is four out of ten. And we may be able to do a little bit better on this than that. But uh, uh, but in the meantime, here, let's go ahead and give it a whirl right there. So JD, MLD, John, all are. If y'all are game. Uh, we'll go ahead and give her a shot. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay, JD, you're up there. I think John's ready to go too. So let's go ahead and give it a little first question. And we'll go MLD, then JD, and then John on there. Uh, no mean to pull rank, JD, but. Ladies first, bitches. <laughs> go for it. I'm there you go. Okay. okay, first question. How many of the Vashon? Family was were actually professional wrestlers. Seven, five, four, two. MLD. You can, you, you can guess if you wish. I'm sorry. You asked something. You said the Vashon family. The Vashon family were actually professional wrestlers. Seven, five, four, or two. Oh. God, um, I'm gonna say two. You'll say two. JD. Yeah, I heard you. Sorry, I I just waiting until. Oh, you're thinking. Okay, you're thinking. Okay. Okay, got it. I'm gonna say there was five. Okay. Okay. Okay, and uh, and John, your your thoughts here. Hey. And J- and and uh, and John agrees with what JD says. And Michelle, the way this the way this works is that if if one answer is said more than once, uh, more people say it, then 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 other if someone answers it differently. But if you said two, and both JD and John said five, we go with the one that has. Most responses will say, but it may not necessarily be the right one. But like I said, we're just going to go by that, and we'll find all of this out at the end after we get done with the questions. So, so you may be right still, but we'll, but we'll let you. But we'll repeat that at the end of the thing. So, so don't feel bad. Don't feel bad, Michelle. Don't feel bad. That's why. 
that's the way this particular um, trivia site works, apparently. So, uh, I've been studying a little bit more. Anyway, anyway, next question. Which of these families are actually related? The Valiants, the Dudleys, the Andersons, or the, or the, or the Villanos? MLD. That are actually related? Oh. Yes. Which of the following the following four families that I just mentioned, which ones are actually related? I want to say the Andersons. Sandy Andersons. Uh, JD. I'm going to say the Valiants. I'm going to say the Valiants. John, what do you say? And John's going with you, Michelle, this time. And she's saying the answer. So we'll go along with that. And like I said, we'll all be surprised if if, if either choice is not is, is not the correct answer. So don't be surprised there either. You, you never you can't be surprised with these questions. This is a yes or no question, guys. Is Larry Zabisco related to Stan and Vladik Vladik Zabisco? Yes or no, MLD? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say no. i say no. JD? I'm going to say the same. i say the same. John? <laughs> and John says the same as well, so all three say no. So we'll say no, okay? Question number four. Johnny and Greg Valentine, who real, whose real names are John Wisnitsky and John Jr., were two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I agree with that. Yes. However, when Greg was young, which family, or I guess you could say faction, did he become a member of? Was it the Fargos, the Grahams, the Monroes, or the Fullers? MLD. <laughs> um. <laughs> what are the choices again? Fargo, Graham, Monroe, or Fuller? Uh, I, I don't really remember. I'm I'm gonna guess and say Fuller. I'll say Fuller. JD. I'm gonna say the Fullers. I'll say Fuller as well. Uh, John, your take? <clears throat> Are you fuller after you ate something? Yes, I am. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Question number five. Which of the following was actually Dr. Bill Miller's brother? Danny, Ron, Jerry, or Ernest? MLD. Oh, hell. I'm going to guess and say Ron. Say Ron. Uh, JD. What was the question again? Which of the following was actually Dr. Bill Miller's brother? Danny, Ron, Jerry, or Ernest? I'm going to say Ron. You're going to say Ron. Ron, 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 Ron. What was that song? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that, 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 that
John, uh, John also says Ron. <laughs> okay. Question number six. How many of the legendary Von Erich family who wrestled were actually related? Six, four, eight, or 12? MLD. Oh, holy fuck. The Von Erich family. Oh, good God. Um... I'm gonna um, shit. I'm gonna say six. You're gonna you're gonna say six, okay? Uh, stand by on that. There. I'm gonna say the same. Uh, you're gonna say the same, okay? Stand by for just one second. We uh we lost the we lost the video. So we're I'm uh-huh. on, we're gonna we're gonna do another one. I'm gonna, we're gonna it's gonna be a two parter. There you go. So if we missed anything, I apologize, but the whole show will be on talk. So so this won't we won't lose it completely. So let me get this restarted and then we'll go back to the questions. My apologies for the delay there. But, okay. Okay, we're back on this rolling. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Oh, We're right. here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Okay, now uh, now this answers the question. I think uh, MLD and JD, you said the same thing. You said what now? I said six. MLD, you think you said six too, didn't you? Yes. Okay. As John. John also says six. Okay, we'll say six. Question number seven. The Grands were considered the prototype family team. Dr. Jerry, Eddie, Crazy Luke, and Superstar Billy were, as the Kangaroos slogan went, often imitated but never duplicated. Which was the only Graham not to have a son that became a pro wrestler? Was it Dr. Jerry? Crazy Luke, Eddie, or Superstar Billy Graham, MLD. Oh my God! Did not have a son that became a wrestler. This is going like way back. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna say Eddie. You gonna say Eddie? JD. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was Jerry. Believe it or not, I'm gonna go against MLD on this one. You'll say Jerry, okay? Uh, John, uh, Eddie Graham, and J.D. says Dr. Jerry Graham. Do you have an answer? Excuse me, sorry about that. MLD, MLD guest Eddie Graham. And J.D. said, Dr. Jerry Grand. John was asking me about what y'all said. Uh, John is going with what J.D. said on this case and say, Dr. Jerry. So we'll see. We'll see who's right on this. We'll, we'll double check this. All right. Question number eight. 
this is what this is what I found very interesting. Steve Wright was a, was a successful British wrestler in the 70s and 80s. His son, Alex, was billed as being from Germany during his time in WCW. Of course, both as Das Wunderkind and also as Berlin. <coughs> Excuse me, my apologies. Why was this? Why did they do that? Because Was it because A, WCW was in a state of disarray and his British accent was mistaken for German? B, Alex looked like a typical German character. C, Alex had a successful career in Europe and was living in Germany when Alex was born. Or D, Eric Bischoff, who was in charge of WCW at the time, thought it would make a good storyline. MLB. Is that a guess? I have no freaking clue. Um, I'm going to say C. You're going to say C? C is in cat? Yes. Okay. JD? Give me the twi- what was the question? Give me the choices one more time, please. Okay, I'll read, I'll read it here one more time just so, just so you know here. This is a long question, I know. Steve Wright was a successful British wrestler in the 70s and 80s. His son, Alex was billed as being from Germany during his time in WCW. Right. Both as Das Wunderkind and as Berlin. Why Why was this? And here are your choices. Okay. A, WCW was in a state of disarray, and his British accent was mistaken for German. B, yes. Alex looked like a typical German character. C, Alex had a successful career in Europe and was living in Germany when Alex was born. Or D, <coughs> Eric Bischoff, who was in charge of WCW at the time, thought that it would make a good storyline. I'm going to say B, as in boy. You say Alex looked like a typical German character. Yes. Okay. And John is going with what Michelle says. She says C. So we'll just wait and see what we'll see what happens. And I'm going to be intrigued as to what happened, as to as to why that was the case. Because I, I always thought he was from Germany. I always thought he was from Germany. All right, question number nine. Which of, which of the following four wrestlers was not a cousin? That's the question. Was it A, Bull Bolinski, B, Dick the Bruiser, C, Moose Mor- Morowski, or D, Crusher Lasowski? That's how I can pronounce it. Uh, MLD. Jesus, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. A lot of skis in there. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> hmm. Uh. I'm B. You'll say take the bruiser, okay? JD. I'm gonna say D. You're gonna say you're gonna say Crusher. Yeah. Okay. And John. John's going with what Michelle says. She says Dick the Bruiser. Okay. Last question. This one might be a little bit more easier. Easier. I'm not sure, but I'll let y'all take a shot at it. There was a wrestler who, for a time, wrestled as Hulk Hogan's brother. 
What was his most well-known persona? Was it A, Horace Hogan, B, Brutus Beefcake, C, Sterling Golden, or D, Jimmy Golden, MLD? Uh, if memory serves me correct, it's A. You're thinking it's Horace Hogan. Yeah. Okay, so it's J.D. It's same. Are you saying the same thing, J.D.? Yes. Okay, and John. John is saying Brutus Beefcake, but MLD and J.D. said horse, so we'll go with horse. Okay, good luck, guys. Let's see how we did. Question number one, how many members of the Vashon family were actually professional wrestlers? You said five. The correct answer was four. Maurice, Mad Dog Vashon, Paul, and Butcher, Paul Butcher Vashon were the originals. Later, Maurice's daughter, Diane, Vivian, who was known as Vivian, and Paul's daughter, Angel, who was known as Luna, became wrestlers as well. It is understandable if you put five because Midwest legend Stan Pulaski wrestled from time to time as a tag partner and brother to Butcher. His name, of course, was Stan Vachon. But technically, I guess the actual Vachon bloodline, there was only four. Question number two. The families that were actually related, y'all guessed, we guessed the Andersons, and I think uh, somebody guessed something different, didn't they, on this question, I think. Uh, yeah, J.D. did. Yeah, J.D. JD, JD said the Valiants, I think. But believe it yeah. or not, guys, the correct answer was the, the, was the Villanos. Michelle, J.T., you might be a little bit intrigued by this. They're all the sons of Mexican wrestling star Ray Mendoza. Oh. The Valiants were actually Handsome Jimmy, whose real name was John Valens, Luscious Johnny, whose real name was Tom Sullivan, and Gentleman Jerry, whose real name was John Hill. The the Andersons, of course... Uh, of course, Gene Anderson, his real name was Eugene. Actually, his real name was Eugene Anderson. He just shortened it for Gene. Lars Anderson, his real name was Lawrence Hainemi. That's how I can pronounce it. Ole Anderson, his real name was Al Rogoski. And Art Anderson, his real name was Marty Lund. And also, they also had a cousin for a little while in the mid-'70s. Of course, he was Rick Flair. Mm-hmm. And the Dudleys, it's fair to say, were never seriously considered as brothers. Um, Question number three. Is Larry Zabisco related to Stan and Vladlet Zabisco? Y'all were correct on this one. The answer was no. Larry Larry Whistler began wrestling under his real name in 1973 and later took the Zabisco name. The act of credibility Larry has, however, linked to another wrestling family. His former father-in-law and brother-in-law were Vern and Greg Gagne, which may explain why he became a two-time AWA World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. There you go. So he was briefly related to the Gagnes. Huh, my goodness, okay. Question number four about what uh, group did Greg Valentine become a member of 
uh, of course, later on, y'all said the Fullers. It was the Fargos. Uh, his, his name that Greg used in that group was John Fargo. He teamed with Don Fargo. His real name was Don Colt and won the NWF tag titles before moving to L.A. The wrestle under his more famous moniker for the great Hammer Valentine. Uh, which of these was actually Dr. Bill Miller's brother? Everyone said Ron. Uh, actually, the correct answer was Danny. Well, shit. Dr. Bill Miller was one of the all-time greats. His brother Danny wasn't far behind him in ability. Gentleman Jerry Miller was a mid-carter who was based in the Midwest. Ron Miller was a, believe it or not, was a legendary wrestler from Australia. And, of course, we all know Ernest the Cat Miller was a former karate champion. Yeah, we all knew that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Question number six, how many of the legendary Von Eric family wrestlers were actually related? Y'all were correct here. It was six. Woohoo! The Von Eric patriarch was Fritz. Her name is Jack. Of course, his son's Kevin. David, Kerry, Mike, and Chris all became pro wrestlers with varying degrees of success. You could be forgiven for answering number eight because Fritz's brother, in quotation marks, when he was young, was Waldo Von Erich. His real name was Walter Seiber, who was possibly the most convincing German wrestler of all time. And in the 80s, a cousin, Lance, whose real name was Kevin Vaughn, was introduced into WCCW, who, of course, was owned by Fritz Von Erich, but, of course, it did not last very long. So, technically, there were six or actually related. There you go. And sadly, I have all those. The only one that's left is Kevin. I don't know that, too. Uh, <clears throat> okay, the question about the Grams. Everyone, I think, uh, I think, let's see, everybody, I think, um, J.D., I think someone said Eddie, and two others said Dr. Jerry Graham. Is that correct? Yeah. Did not have a son that became a progressive? I said Eddie. You said Eddie, MLD. Right? John and I did. John and... I thought... Well, well anyways, right, anyway, I think two people I thought said Dr. Jerry Graham and one person said Eddie Graham, I thought. Okay, well, I, no, it was. It was me. I said Eddie and they both said Jerry. <laughs> okay. Well, believe it or not, guys, the correct answer was superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> I almost said that, too. Jerry Graham, his real name was Jerry Matthews, had two sons who wrestled professionally. Jack and Mike. Huh, okay. Uh, Eddie, his real name was Eddie Costner. Of course, his his son was Mike Graham. I'm, I remember Mike. Uh, Crazy Luke, whose real name was uh, Grady Johnson, had a son who wrestled as a probably Crazy Luke Graham Jr., there was a wrestler in the 80s who wrestled as Jerry Graham Jr., but he had no relation. So Superstar never had any kids who went into wrestling. Hmm. That was surprising. Question number eight, yeah. the question about Alex Wright. Y'all were correct on that. Alex <clears throat> Wright was, believe it or not, Alex was actually an outstanding talent in his own right, but was labored with bad gimmicks because of his father's career. Right on. So... They were not. They were living in Germany because Alex was born in Germany, even though he has a British accent. There you go. Question number nine: Which of these are not a cousin? 
Believe it or not, the correct answer was Moose Morosky. We wouldn't have known that anyway, I guess. Uh, uh, let me see. Moose Morosky was actually a former jobber, Mike Monroe, who, as Moose, became a big name in Texas and also in Australia. Now, Dick the Bruiser and Crusher were actually cousins and became one of the greatest tag teams of all time. In the early 70s, AWA introduced bad boy Frank Shields, who wrestled briefly as Bull Bolinski, billed as a cousin of Bruiser and Crusher. Okay. And question number 10. There was a wrestler who wrestled as Hulk Hogan's brother. What was his most well-known persona? If I'm not mistaken, I do think uh, Michelle, you and J.D. said horse, and John said Brutus. Well, guess what, guys? John is right. It was Brutus Beefcake. Hmm. Brutus Beefcake's real name is Ed Leslie, was Hulk's best friend. He started wrestling in 1978 and has wrestled as Dizzy Hogan, Ed, Ed Boulder, etc. Horace Hogan wrestled in WCW, and believe it or not, guys, he is legitimately Hulk Hogan's nephew. Huh. Huh. Stolen Golden was one of Hulk's, Hulk's previous identities, and Jimmy Golden was from another famous wrestling family. So believe it or not, guys, the average score was 5 out of 10. Y'all only got 3 out of 10 right. <laughs> These were tough. These, these, these were tough. I'm, yeah. Let me find, let me let me see here. Let me find something else here. We got time to do one more set. Uh, Actually, I want you to ask Michelle some of the questions you gave us though, but the matches though. Uh, I have to go back and find it. Well, I'm gonna do that again. To, I'm gonna do that again tomorrow because uh, I got bring I got bring Gerard. Tomorrow we'll have my predictions too. Yes, indeed. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Michelle, how, how well do you know ECW? Pretty well. Okay, I'll tell you what. Believe it or not, guys, I found another ECW one. Right on. Nice. <laughs> or, and also I have one here, uh, one called Wrestlers Outside the Ring. It's fun to watch these guys in the ring every week, but it's not changing the pace when we and watch them up on the silver screen as well. Oh, I see what this is. Uh, oh, okay. Let's get this. Let's, let's just try this one. We'll save the ECW one. I'll have to bring Gerard in on that one. All right. This is outside the ring. What they do, okay, what they do outside the ring is what this is talking about, okay? If y'all, y'all get what I'm saying? Y'all talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, and there's, <laughs> there's two questions here. Tough difficulty, average score is 5 out of 10. So half of them have been answered. Average score is like What did you score on the last one? Huh? What 3 out score? of 10. 3 out of 10. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, but those were tough. I will admit those were tough. I mean, because they didn't have some of the obvious families on there, too, and there's some of those we would probably would guess. But yeah. All right, here, here we go here, guys. Here we go. Question number one. <clears throat> Question number one. Jesse Ventura has worked as a wrestler, a commentator, author, and surprised many as a governor. We all know that. He has a short list of film credits, which include all but which of the following four movies. Which one of these four was he not in? Is what this is asking. 
Was it A, The Running Man, B, Predator, C, Predator 2, or D, Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe, MLD? Which one was he not in? <clears throat> not in out of these four. Shit. <clears throat> um. <laughs> what was the, the first one? Well, I'll run down the choices again so that way you'll. So I'll run them down again here for you. The choices were. Which of these four was he? Was Jesse Ventura not in at all? The Running Man, Predator, Predator Two, or Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe? Uh, I must say the Running Man. To the Running Man, JD. C. You're saying Predator Two, John. <clears throat> John also says Predator 2, so we'll go along with that. We'll see what said on that. Running Man was a great one with Donald. And, uh, yes. Was one of the, not as big as, like, say, Terminator or... It was like Terminator or something, but it was a yep. good one. I uh, will say that. It was based on a book, by the way, too, if you've ever read the mm. book. It's funny, Richard Dawson was in it, too. It was hilarious. Yeah, Damien <laughs> Killen. Yeah. Who loves you and who do you love? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I, I remember that. Anyway, question number two, Steve Sting Borden has been one of the most recognized wrestlers throughout his career and at at the helm of the shows that he has worked. He has made several TV appearances and has starred in all all but which of the following four movies? Which one of these four was he not in? Was Was it A, The Real Reason Men Commit Crimes, B, Vision Quest, C, Shutter Speed, or D, Ready to Rumble, MLD. Oh, God. I I don't know. Um, If you don't know, you can pass if you wish. No, I'll guess. Um, A. I don't know. You're saying the real reason men commit crimes, okay? AD. I'm going to say shutter speed. You say shutter speed, okay? Uh, John, well, I guess. Which one of these four was Sting not in? Um, God, mighty. Which of the following four movies 
did not have him in it? Was it A, the longest yard, B, Universal Soldier the Return, C, Titan AE, or D, Looney Tunes Back in Action, MLD? <laughs> um, I know he was in the longest yard. <clears throat> I think. Wait, no, that was Kevin Nash. No, he was. Okay, what was the choice? It was the longest yard. Or Universal Soldiers of Return, Titan AE, or Looney Tunes Back in Action. I'm going to say Looney Tunes. I don't know. <laughs> you're going to say Looney Tunes. Okay, GD. <laughs> You're saying are you're saying C is in cat. Yeah. So you're saying Titan A E, okay? Yeah. Uh John. <clears throat> I've inhaled too many cleaning chemicals. <laughs> uh oh. And John's also saying C as well. So we're gonna say Titan A E. We'll see, we'll check that here in just a few minutes. Next question. Diamond Dallas Page had us all on the edge of our seats while wrestling, but since moved on to, to create yoga for regular guys. <clears throat> He's an inspirational speaker and author. Which of the following is not a part of his long list of achievements? Is not a part. Is it A, Hood of Horror, B, Bones, C, The Devil's Rejects, or D, First Daughter, MLD? Me. You're saying bones. All right. <laughs> he is a boy, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's in bones. Okay, JD. Repeat the question one more time. Please. Diamond Dallas Page had us on the edge of our seats while, while wrestling, but has since moved on to create yoga for regular guys. He's an inspirational speaker and author. Which of the following is not a part of his long list of achievements? Hood of Horror... Bones, The Devil's Rejects, or First Daughter? I'm going to say, yeah, C. You're going to say which one? C, is in cat. Okay, you're saying The Devil's Rejects. Okay. John. Right now we've got MLD saying Bones, and we've got JD saying The Devil's Rejects. And John's going along with JD. Man, okay. All right. Question number five. Hulk Hogan, recognized by most for his wrestling career, he's had his luck with several TV series, of course, including Thunder in Paradise and Hogan Knows Best. Thunder in Paradise was pretty good in my personal opinion. What What movie is not included in Hulk's attempts at box office success? Which of the following four is not one that he was in? Was it A, No Holds Barred, B, Mr. Nanny, C, Suburban Commando, or D, Pumping Iron? Or D. What, what was A? <clears throat> no Holds Barred. I don't know. 
Can you read the choices again, Shannon? Sorry. Sure, that's okay. No holds barred, Mr. Nanny, Suburban Commando, or Pumping Iron. I'm going to say Pumping Iron. Pumping Iron. J.D.? These are all movies that Hogan appeared in but one, right? That is correct. D. Yeah. Which one? Pumping Iron. You're saying Pumping Iron. Okay. J.D. I mean, John. I'm sorry. I get those J's confused. <laughs> John's also saying Pumping Iron. I'm sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't. Uh, uh, you know that yeah, was something. That'd be something he would say. You know that. Everyone knows that. Anyway, the next question: Roddy Roddy Piper has entertained us for decades, on and off the silver screen. I agree with that. His filmography <laughs> continues to grow, but does not include which of the following four films? Was it A. They Live, B. Hell Comes to Frog Town? C, Psy Fighters, or D, V. That's, yeah, V is is one of the four choices. MLD. Uh, what was the last choice? Well, it's called, the last choice was V, as in the letter V. Was the last I'm gonna say that. You're gonna say you're gonna say V, okay, JD. Yeah. I'm gonna say the same. You're gonna say V, okay, and John. <sighs> John also says as as well. So we're all three are gonna say V, and we'll check that here in just a few minutes. But next question, Mr. T. He's on Dance with the Stars tagline. now. Yeah, I read I read that on Outside the Ropes last night, as a matter of fact. Mr. T is best known for his tagline, I pity the fool, and his character on the <laughs> A-Team. I don't get no plane. Oh, that sounded good. <laughs> that sounded good. Oh, wow. Which of the following flicks is lacking from his list of accomplishments? I like how they ask this question. That is so hilarious. Which one of these was he not in, basically? We'll just say it that way. Was it Rocky Three, Rocky Two, Spy Hard, or Not Another Teen Movie, MLD? Oh, holy fuck. I'm going to say Not Another Teen Movie. Okay, J.D. It's B, Rocky Two. Rocky Two. MLD, you have time to change your answer. I didn't tell you this before, but you can if you want. Nah. You're going to keep it at that, okay? Uh, John? MLD says, not another team movie, and JD says, Rocky Two. John is saying, Rocky Two. Okay. Oh, John is suddenly taking all that JD is saying there, too. Okay, next question. Zeus, also known as Tiny Lister, is forgotten <laughs> What is it? He was Debo, too, on Friday. Debo. Yeah. It's, it's forgotten by many for his wrestling career. 
What film is lacking his intimidating features? Is it A, Little Nicky, B, Armed and Dangerous, C, The Rundown, or D, Friday? MLD. A. You're saying Little Nicky. Okay, JD. C. You're saying The Rundown. John. Bill Paulo, JD. Return of the Future. <laughs> Return of the Beefaroni. What? <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the Beefaroni. And, of course, it, it, it has the voice of Mick Foley saying, Mmm, beefy. <laughs> John, you get this answer wrong and Ron Reigns is going to come kick your ass. Yeah, exactly. He'll come knocking on your door. At this time, John is going with what Michelle says. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow! You say little Nicky. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, okay. Cross your fingers there, guys, on that one. That's all i got to say. Next question. The Boogeyman is one of many new faces to enter the squared circle, but got his start on the silver screen before lacing up his boots. What movie has he not been a part of? Was it A, Transporter 2, B, Any Given Sunday, C, Necessary Roughness, or D, The Replacements, MLD? Oh my god, this is killing me. Um Can you read the choices again? <laughs> sure, I'll I'll repeat the choices. Transporter to any given Sunday, necessary roughness or the replacements. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. J D. Who's the wrestler again? The boogeyman. I'm going to say uh, D, as in dog. And you get it wrong, and he's going to come out from underneath your bed tonight, J.D. (laughs) Yeah, I'll warm it in my bed, yes. And John is going once again with Michelle and saying any given Sunday. (laughs) Okay. And the final question. Oh, boy. When I say this name, Michelle is is going to melt. So hopefully someone is there with a mop or something. (laughs) Kevin Nash. Oh. Kevin Nash has had many gimmicks in the ring. There, there she goes. She's melting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's also had a decent push on the silver screen. What film is not in his credits? Is not in his credits. Is it A, Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, B, The Longest Yard, C, The Punisher, or D, Black Mask, Black Mask 2, City of Mask, MLD. No. I should know this. Hmm. <coughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. I'm going to say B. You're going to say Black Mask 2. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say C. You're going to say The Punisher. John. John is <laughs> going with Michelle again, saying Black Mask 2. Okay. Let's see how we did here, guys. Good luck here, everybody. Come to the dark side, John. Come to the dark side. Whoa! Okay, question number one. Jesse Ventura, the only one that he was not in was, of course, Predator 2. Damn it! Yeah, it was Captain Freedom and the Running Man. Yeah, he he wasn't the first predator. His character died and never had a shot at the sequel. 
And believe it or not, the running and the running man, Michelle, as, as JD did mention, he had a small role in her. He played Captain Freedom. I don't know. He was yeah. When he was a when he portrayed that Captain Freedom was a former wrestler who did an exercise. Right, he was a bodyguard of Damian Killen, however, who was forced to kill Arnold with like Jim Brown. No, 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 no. He was the host of the exercise show, but he came back and tried to do that. So I know who you're thinking of. It's not the same guy. Mm. That was another guy. Okay. He was, he was a Russian dude or something. I can't think of his name. But yeah, Jesse Ventura played the uh, yeah Captain Freedom. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Which one has was Steam not in? And let me see. Uh, JD and John, I think, said Shutter Speed. And Michelle, you said something different. I think. Uh, well, believe it or not. Oh yeah, you said the real reason. That's what you said. Both answers are incorrect. The right answer, the correct answer was Vince Quest. Okay. Dean has never worked for Vince McMahon despite several offers to do so over the years. Vision Quest stars Matthew Modine as a high school wrestler trying to lose weight to compete in a different division. Steen, of course, played himself in Ready to Rumble. We all remember that movie. In The Real Reason Men Commit Crimes, he was cast as a character named Spark. <laughs> and Sting also played the role of Riley Davis in the movie Shutter Speed. Huh. Question number three, Bill Goldberg. Uh, huh. JT had it right. It was, John had it right. It was Titan A.E. Uh. Of course, Goldberg played college <laughs> 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 As a defensive tackle for the University of Georgia and in the NFL for the Atlanta Falcons. Michelle, I will go and tell you, Titan AE, your son may even know what this movie is about, is a Don Bluth animated film set in the future. So, hey, I don't know. And believe it or not, Michelle, he was also in Looney Tunes back in action. He played the, he played the bodyguard called Mr. Smith. Who at the end what? of the movie oh. unzipped himself and became a female Tasmanian devil? Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was also in with Jean Claude Van Damme. He played the character Romeo in Universal Soldier: The Return. I remember that. Uh, that was that was a wicked movie, by the way. And also, he was cast with Adam Sandler in the remake of The Longest Yard as Battle. Yes, he was great in that. Yes, he was. Okay, DDP. Which one was he not a part of? JD and John, y'all said the devil's rejects, and Michelle, you said bones. Michelle was right. It was bones. Good job, Michelle. Good job. The, the pink Cadillac page drove at WrestleMania 6 was from the nightclub Norma Deans that he owned in Fort Myers, Florida. Page plays the role of Billy Ray Snapper in the devil's rejects. He filled in the role of Jesse for Hood of Horror. In an often overlooked role, Paige played Dirk Lindman in the movie First Daughter. I think that was on, that was a TV movie. I think it was on TBS a while back. So, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. I got one right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hulk Hogan, uh, of course, which one was not a part of his movies? 
And this one, believe it or not, y'all, y'all are absolutely correct. It was pumping iron. He was not. He was not in that. I thought uh, so. Hulk Hogan was also the spokesperson for the Legends of Wrestling video game. Pumping iron. And remember, I did the impression a minute ago, Michelle. It was. It was that movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger did about when they, he com- was competing for the um, Mr. Universe. Mr. Universe. Yeah, that Al movie. has that movie. Pumping iron. He was also in a good oh. movie called Stay Hungry with Freddy Krueger and Sally Field from 1976. Yep. Hogan was Mr. Nanny when he played Sean Armstrong. In Suburban Commando, the Hulkster played the role of Shep Ramsey. That, you know who, you remember that movie. I, that, him and Christopher Lloyd, of course. It was a great and movie. And The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. Undertaker was in that too, yeah. <laughs> and he also played Rip in No Holds Bar. Who can forget? That was like one of the first real movies he did, other than the Rocky... Three, Three. Yeah. yeah, so, but the one that he did, like, he was a star of, I think, was No Holds Barred, I think. Uh-huh. Number six, uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, which one was he not in? Everybody got that right. It was V. Woohoo! Piper appeared as the evil businessman and pirate in the Cindy Whopper music video, The Goonies Are Good Enough. V, I don't know if y'all remember this or not, V was a TV miniseries that yeah, featured. That featured Robert England, of course, as J.D. mentioned, who was well-known as Freddy Krueger, among many of its well-known actors. Of course, they lived. Piper played Nada and made us happy that he was all out of bubblegum. Yeah, we remember that. Sci-Fi has added the role of Detective Cameron Grayson to his credit. And Hell Comes to Frogtown, Piper played a character named Sam Hill. That was the character. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. Question number two, seven, uh, Mr. T. He was not in Rocky II. Y'all right about that one as well. Mr. T was a military policeman in the U.S. Army. Rocky II was a rematch of the first film's fight. In Rocky III, Mr. T took on the role of Clubber Lang. In not another team movie, he was the wise janitor. Okay. And he also portrayed the helicopter pilot in Spy Hard. Okay. So that was a that was a Leslie Nielsen movie. Yeah, movie. Leslie Nielsen, Andy Griffith movie. Right. Oh, that's right. You don't for. Okay. Here we go on the next two here, guys. Zeus. <laughs> Which one of the films was he not in? Uh, JD, I think you said the rundown, and I think Michelle and John said Little Nicky. JD, you're right. It was the rundown. You ass. He was he was he was Cassius, however, if you remember, however, as Cassius' brother in Little Nicky. Zeus portrayed no, Sancho no. in, in Sublime's Santeria music video. The rundown stars Dwayne the Rock Johnson. We all know that. In Friday, oh, Zeus was everyone running in fear of as Debo. I think y'all mentioned that. And he was one of Adam Sandler's relatives in Little Nicky when he played Cassius. He was also an armed and dangerous. And that was John Candy and Eugene Levy from back in the 80s as Bruno. Yeah, I remember that. That was a great movie. Uh, it's hilarious, too, if you ever found it. All right, The Boogeyman. Uh, I think everybody pretty much said any given Sunday. Well, believe it or not, no, guys. The one... It's different. Huh? huh? I think J.D. says I'm different. What? No, no, that's right. J.D. and John said any given Sunday. And I think, Michelle, you said... No, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I no, said no. it was Sunday. 
Yeah, you said you said you Emma Johnson in the Sunday too. I didn't. And Michelle, you said that, and JD, I think you said the replacements. I think. Right. Right. Okay. Well, believe it or not, guys, the correct answer: he was not in Necessary Roughness. <laughs> the real coming out on the your bed tonight, JD. He, he's, <laughs> he's also known as Marty Wright. Marty is the only person everybody released from their contract with WWE and rehired in a two-week period. Any given Sunday, Boogie was credited as Beast Man. He was cast as Butler in The Replacements. I remember that. I remember that. That was Keanu Reeves. I remember that was a good movie. In Transporter 2, we get to see Boogie Man as a commander. So, but he was not in necessary so, rough. KD, when, when, when the smoke comes out from running through your bed, don't get excited and think it's Finn Balor. It's not. It's Boogie Man. I'm the Boogie Man. Coming to get you. Ooh. All right, and the final question. And the final question by Kevin Nash, which was he not in? Everybody was correct. It was Black Mask Two, City of Mask. He was not in that movie. Nash enlisted in the 202nd Military Police Company in Gabon. I guess that's how you pronounce it, and served in a secure NATO facility for two years. Black Mass 2 actually starred another wrestler. It starred RVD, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh-huh. He scared, he, now, here's here. as for the other movies, he scared, Kevin Nash scared all the kids as Super Shredder in Ninja Turtles 2. I remember that. We all talked about that. In The Punisher, he was perfectly cast as the Russian. Yep. Nash was also cast as Adam Sandler in the remake of The Longest Yard. As Guard Englehart. Oh my God, he was so funny. And yeah, especially after he took the wrong medicine. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. The average score was five out of ten here. Y'all did well, guys. Six out of ten. Woohoo! There you go. So great, great go around here. Um, and like I said, we'll do some more here tomorrow night. Uh, and so far, I'm, I'm pleased to report that our replacement video is up and running, which I'm glad to hear that. Okay. On that note there, folks, I do thank everyone for joining us here this evening. Of course, of course, I will run it down. Of course, King W.O. Gerard T. Smith, The Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, The Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geralimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Also, on the our first live video, our first live video, I do want to thank the last kicker and Marie Rickenbach for joining us, uh, saying a quick hello there, too, as well. We're joining us here tonight for episode 88 of, of NWO Wolfpack. Of course, like I said, you can go back and watch both these videos on LWUS Latino Dynasty, which is facebook.com forward slash group sports slash LWUS wrestling. I mean, I'm sorry, crap. LWUS Dynasty. There you go. I said it straight. Okay. And tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, episode 299. We're getting closer to the big day, the big number there, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 299 of Revolution will take place tomorrow night from 9 to 11 from R-O-H-U-S, Honor of the Ring. And we'll bring you that information here tomorrow. Of course, it'll be posted on the R-O-H-U-S page about, uh, about our group tour making the stop there. And uh, we'll let you know where to, to chime in for uh, the next two, 
the next two historic edition of Revolution, of course, tomorrow night, call ID 138055-POUND. This is Mr. WS U.S. Chad Henshaw. For the panel, way too tough to handle here tonight. NWO Wolfpack is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. We're over one year older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care. See you in the ring. And as always here in the WWS Radio Network, God bless. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.